You're listening to Success Stalkers Radio, episode 37 with intuitive empowerment coach, Thomason Marshall. Hey everybody, this is Ian Floyd with the Love and Sensibility Podcast. You know, when I want to get inspired to take action, this is exactly where I come, to my girl, Iona Garrett on the Success Stalkers Radio Show. Welcome to Success Stalkers Radio. I am your host, Iona Garrett. People all over the globe are rewriting the rules to success. They're making money and changing the world. Join me Monday through Friday as I interview today's top entrepreneurs, business leaders, and entertainers that will leave you inspired to take action and achieve success on purpose. Are you ready? Let's dive right in. Okay, let's get started. Welcome to another episode of Success Stalkers Radio. I am your host, Iona Garrett, and I am simply thrilled to introduce my guest today, Thomason Marshall. So Thomason, are you ready to stalk success today? I am. Thank you so much for having me on. Oh, you are so welcome. Well, Thomas's background is in personal training and holistic wellness coaching. Two years ago, Thomason stepped out into the world to share her true passion and purpose of intuitive healing and intuitive empowerment coaching. Thomason is now serving the world as an intuitive performance teacher and coach. She guides and supports individuals and businesses in unleashing the enormous power we all have within. Thomason helps you to quickly remove that which is blocking you from authentically sharing you with the world. She then guides you and empowers you to unleash your divine gifts to the world. So Thomason, I've given our listeners just a little overview about you, but I want you to take a minute. Tell us about you personally, because we want to get to know you today and then give us an overview of your business. Um, let's see. Well, first and foremost, I'm a mom. I'm a single mom of two beautiful boys. Um, and they are the loves of my life. And really they are my inspiration for doing what I do in the world. Um, you know, two years ago, about two years ago, I, uh, I was personal training and holistic counseling and, um, and that, you know, being that is, I have to empower people in those professions. Um, so my gift is empowering people. I really have a gift of pulling out greatness um, in people, um, helping them to do things that they their mind is telling them that they can't do, but they are they absolutely can do it. Um, and you know, last year I just felt like something was missing, and so I would go to sleep and pray each night. Um, you know, what is my purpose in the world, God? You know, I just, and for two weeks I did that. And I did it right before I went to sleep because I didn't want my brain to try and figure it out. I want it to come organically and naturally. And I, I, I just, I set, I set it out into the universe asking, and I was really open to receiving it in, in whatever way it came. And I happened to be in a, um, in a group, a, a large group of people and, um, my gift of intuitiveness came out and was shared with this group in a very profound, powerful way. And so um, the people in the group, you know, of course, they said, listen, this is, you have to share this with the world. And so, um, you know, I, I started playing, um, I started doing sessions and just, it was really experimenting with people. 
<laughs> so I would sit with people and they would have these extraordinary breakthroughs. Um, and they would have these, you know, they would be manifesting and creating things in their life and, and having these, uh, you know, really moving forward in their, in their purpose and their, in their passion. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, I was blown away at each of the sessions. I really just, um, turned myself over to, to spirit and I was just really, I'm just really used as a conduit, a messenger yes. for the people that I sit across from. And so, um, it just sort of evolved. And then I started asking for love donations and now I'm charging, um, for my sessions. And, you know, from that came Schoolhouse of Empowerment. Um, honestly, I don't remember how I came up with that name. <laughs> um, and so, you know, my mission really is, um, you know, my background, I was given a lot. I, I, um, you know, when I was very young, um, I, I was, um, molested by my dad and I, it broke my family apart. Um, I was, you know, consumed with rage and anger growing up and I turned to alcohol and drugs and in my teenage years and I was very rebellious. Um, you know, I never went to school. I ran with the wrong crowd. I, um, you know, I, I just was taking a really, really bad road. And, um, you know, I got married. The reason why I didn't get married because I was in love. I got married to, you know, um, my children's father because I got pregnant. I was irresponsible and got pregnant. You know, now I got, I, you know, the two loves of my life came out of that and I, you know, have absolutely no regrets, but I really had no business, um, getting married or, or even having two children. Um, and the reason being is, is, you know, I didn't have self love to give. I didn't have love to give because I didn't love myself, you know, and you know, when I was 26, um, I want to rewind, you know, even from, um, I've always, even from a very young age, I always knew what I was doing was destructive. Mm -hmm. I always had the consciousness of, I just didn't know how, I didn't know what the solution was. And really a solution wasn't presented, meaning uh, I never really had anybody who kind of reached their hand down to, um, provide information to me, um, how not to be destructive. Okay. So, um, you know, I had these two beautiful children and I was 26 years old and, um, I battled depression, um, often and, um, and I had no God. I did not have a spiritual practice at all. And, uh, at 26, I had a mental breakdown, my first mental breakdown. And I ended up in a mental institution. Um, I actually ended up in two mental institutions and I wanted to kill myself. And I can remember, and it's so, and this is such an p- important part of my story because I think so many women out there suffer from this silently. You're right. It's, it's true. And, you know, I can remember, I can remember locking myself in the bathroom and a voice, this very loud beaming voice that was nonstop 24 seven, just telling me that my children, my family would be better off without me. The world would be better off without me just to kill myself. And it was so excruciating, painful. I mean, I used to lock myself in the bathroom for hours upon hours and just cry. Wow. And, um, you know, I ended up in a mental institution and, um, and I remember having a dream, you know, the doctors wanted to, uh, put me on all these different medications and I knew that wasn't the answer. I knew that wasn't the answer. Intuitively, I just knew that wasn't the answer. And so I had a dream one night and the dream, you know, I was presented 
was I ha- it was a mountain, a very big mountain. And I was basically given a choice to climb the mat, start climbing the mountain or to give up and check out and die. And I just I decided because it's a choice, you know, like life all of life is just a choice. It is. And so I chose to just I chose the mountain. I knew it wasn't going to be easy. I knew it was going to be difficult, but I just I just I heard the little soft voice in the back of my head that said, "You have a purpose here." Thank God. You have a purpose and we're going to use you. So, um I left, uh, you know, when I left the institution, my marriage ended. That's when my marriage uh, my my husband and I split up and um, you know, even coming out, I I was out of my mind, you know, coming out of the um institution, but I had hope. I finally had hope. Um, and you know, that's when it it all started. I, I, um, I enrolled in the Institute for Integrative Nutrition Mm -hmm. and it's funny because I can remember, um, again, it's all about choice. I had to choose between going to school or paying rent. And for a brief, a, a brief amount of time, I was actually homeless living out of my car in the winter. Um, but knowing that I had to go to the school, yeah, yeah, like I had to go to the school. There was a reason for it. And so really making the choice. Um, and I remember just, I remember sitting in the car and it was freezing. I was in the middle of the woods in my car and, and I was just like, I kind of started chuck. I was laughing, but then I was chuckling because I just, I just knew that there was a reason for this. So, um, uh, so ending school, I, you know, I, I started really working with people and holistic counseling with their food and taking care of their bodies. And, um, the funny thing was, is that I, I still had, a, and I was a, um, a seeker. We'll call me a seeker. Um, I would go to workshops. I would go to seminars. <laughs> I, I was devouring anything, any kind of book I can get my hand into. Um, and I remember, um, I went away to uh, the, it's a place called the Karen Foundation okay. for um, a codependency workshop. Um, it was a you know four days codependency workshop, and I came home and I just I couldn't handle the emotions. And my habit at that point was if I couldn't handle the emotions, I would drink wine. You know, I, I would always go to uh, let's have a drink. You know, many people go to have drinks after work because they they just need to like let steam right, off. Right. Well, um, you know, I started drinking and, you know, it got to a point where the pain was so excruciating and I didn't know how to deal with it by myself. I really just started drinking every single day, um, you know, which led me into um, Alcoholics Anonymous. Now, I'm not an alcoholic that is, I'm not a genetic alcoholic. I know this to be true, but I am emotionally, I was, I was drinking to soothe the pain. Right. And, um, you know, and that's really where I met God for the first time, like really, truly opened my, myself up to God. Yes. That's awesome. You know, and I, the 12 steps I can't, I can't speak highly enough of. I mean, I think they should be in the schools. (laughs) (laughs) I really do. Um, it saved my life and it opened my whole world up. Um, you know, and, and I was sober for about two years, and again, I had another breakdown, um, and I knew something was missing. Um, and so, 
I ended up down in North, I was in New York at the time, and I ended up down in North Carolina with my sweet grandmother. Um, and um, this is one of my aha moments. Okay. Um, I've had many in my life, but this is probably the most profound aha moment. Um, you know, I was sitting with my grandmother one morning and, oh, I'd like to rewind real quick. So when I left New York, I was leaving my kids once again. Um which I was judged for, I was criticized, I was looked at as a bad parent. But what people didn't realize was the internal struggle that I was having because I actually was not being the mom that I knew my my spirit knew I could be. Oh, of course. And so if I didn't leave and walk away, and I didn't know what I was walking to, was that I needed to go down to North Carolina. And I had to take that face that leap of faith and trust that I was being guided for a reason. Mm -hmm. And so when I went down to North Carolina, I did leave my kids for a few, you know, a, a few months that we would, you know, visit back and forth, but I did leave them and it was, and I was criticized for it. I was judged for it. And I was, you know, and it was, it was hard. I'm sure. Hard. And so when I went down there, you know, I can't, I'll never forget this morning, uh, you know, I was reading with my grandmother, we were having a great conversation and, and I just, I felt like something picked me up by my shoulders and brought me over, you know, just said I had to go to my grandmother's neighbor's house. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know this woman. I didn't know who she was really. I just knew she her as my grandmother's neighbor. And uh, it was seven in the morning. I'll never forget. And I went and knocked on her door. And the second I opened the door and crossed over you know, into, into her house, my, I just started crying hysterically. Okay. And, uh, you know, she brought me in her office and I didn't know she was a pastor and she grabbed my hand and she said this beautiful prayer. And I don't remember what the prayer was. <laughs> and I just remember praying it after her and having, and, and going into this moment, I call it my white light moment. Hmm. I call it my sexy Jesus moment. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so, you know, a thousand pounds came off my shoulders that day. I'm and, sure. I'm sure. And it was my introduction to not just, you know, it wasn't just God who I, you know, it was Jesus. Wow. And from that point on, I mean, I literally locked myself in the room and just devoured the Bible and, and, um, went through a, something called the cleansing, a cleansing program and, mm -hmm. I just got my Jesus on. I love it. I mean, really, I like it. I really, I, I healed so much from that experience. And that was my aha. You know, that was why I was brought down there. Yes. Oh, wow. Because that was not going to happen where I wasn't. You're anymore. right. You're right. Everything is just, it was aligned. God aligned that perfectly for you. Yeah. And, you know, to, to the people out there that I'm, that are listening to this and, and they just, you know, our brains, we always want to figure it out. Mm -hmm. And no, we, we're, <laughs> I call us, I call us the nobodies. We have to know, you know, before we actually take that step out in faith. And, um, you know, every defining moment in my life, I never knew what I was stepping into. And so a lot of the people that I work with, you know, that's their struggle. It's like, they're afraid to take that step. Um, and you know, 
that's where faith, true yes. faith comes absolutely. in. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, so, you know, I just want to say this because, you know, it, it means a lot to me that you would be as transparent as you are right now in this very moment for me and for our listeners, because, you know, yes, our show is primarily, you know, about business and entrepreneurship and, you know, success and all of those things. But at the end of the day, none of it means anything if you don't have your personal life together and your spiritual life for that matter. And so I just really appreciate you for just opening up because there's somebody that's listening or probably a lot of people that's going to be listening right now that they may get a breakthrough or will get breakthroughs because they hear your, hear your story and hear your journey because there's so many people out there suffering and hurting, you know, and they're just walking around with these social masks on, you know, and they're just, they're just breaking on the inside. So I applaud you for your courage, you know, for just opening up. And I just want to say thank you for that. You're welcome. Thank you. That's, you know, I, I always say, I, I feel a lot of people, um, are living their life stuck in the victim of their past, the victimhood of their past, unknowingly true. that they're doing that. So true. And so, you know, my purpose really is to help people take the ugly, the dirty, the nasty of their life and turn it into a masterpiece. If I hadn't gone through all of the, God never brings you through something that you cannot handle or turn That's into true. greatness. He gives us beauty for our ashes. That's Absolutely. what he does. And I know... I was a victim. I was, I mean, victimhood was owning me and that's what almost had me die. And so I knew, I, I just, I, I knew, I know now I should say that I did not go through all of that stuff for no, no reason. Absolutely. And, and I love what you said earlier about, you know, everything is a choice. Cause I say that all of the time, everything's a choice. You know, I, I had a, a rough, you know, childhood and, you know, a lot of things happened to me that, you know, and I won't go into all the details for time's sake right now, but, you know, I was a victim the majority of my life too. You know, I just blamed this or that or my father because he wasn't there and just all these different things that happened to me that I felt as a little girl, I should not have gone through because, you know, my father, it was my father's fault, you know? And so until I finally forgave and forgiveness, oh my God, that was the biggest thing that I had to really come to grips with was, you know, not only forgiving my dad, but forgiving myself as yes. well. And and that's when I began to start to have those breakthroughs. And I even had to go see a therapist, you know, and there's nothing wrong with that. You know, so many people feel like, oh, if you're going to see a therapist, you're crazy or you're this or that. No, you need, you're crazy not to go, you know, yeah. <laughs> that's how I yeah. see it. You know, because we need help. There's so many challenges that we go through in life and you need, I believe that God, you know, puts people here on earth to help us, you know, on our journey. So I, I just, I just recommend that people get the help that they need. And, and I thank God that I did because, you know, it helped me to not become a, to stay a victim. And, and now I'm a victor. So I'm excited, yeah. you know, and now I'm, I've taken control of my life and, and I'm just, I'm like, I'm just so charged up every day. I just get excited, you know? So, yes, I love it. Thank you, Thomas. And you're awesome, girl. <laughs> um, <are> you, Nikki? <laughs> well, we're going to move a little further. Okay. <laughs> well, I want to just uh, quickly just do this. If you have a success quote, because we really love to get, you know, that motivational ball rolling, you know, here at Success Talkers Radio. And do you have any special quotes that mean a lot to you that you can share with us? Um, I have to say my favorite, I have a lot, but my favorite right now is Michael Jordan's. Um, it's 
the more I fail, the more I succeed. Mm-hmm. That's a good and I, and I really use that with my kids because I feel that people are so afraid of failure. They have this, um, it just, it's like this, ta- failure is this like tainted word. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, especially raising two kids, you know, we're so afraid to fail. And I, failure is where the riches are. Failure is where the change happens. Failure is where, that's where all the juiciness of life is. It's true. Learning, you know, and I feel like if you're afraid, if you're not doing something because you're afraid to fail, that is exactly what you need to be go out and doing. <laughs> and let yourself be messy, you know. I mean, I'm a huge proponent of being messy. Like, just go and find your messiness and embrace it. <laughs> I like the way you look at that. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Great philosophy. Because, you know, failure, and so many people have different, you know, reasons of some people say, well, I don't like to use the word failure or, you know, and it's not a, it's not that it's a bad thing or that you're a failure, but we all experience failures in life. And, but they're lessons. If you learn a lesson from that failure, then it's not really a failure. It's, it's, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Thomason, it's, I just look at it different. I just look at it different. The, there's a great, um, I show it to my kids all the time. There's a great video out there by Michael Jordan, and he's just, you know, he says it the best. He says, I failed over and over and over again, and that is why I succeed. Yes, absolutely. It, it's true. That's truth right there. Absolutely. Boom. <laughs> well, well, Thomas, we're going to move further, and I just want to shine a spotlight on you for just a moment because... You know, I, I know that you've done some amazing things in your career and your coaching career. What would you say is one of your most proudest entrepreneurial moments in your career, in your business? Uh, I would say stepping out into what I'm doing right now and really trusting God to lead me into exactly what he wants to use me for. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's evolving. It evolves, you know, every sometimes. Sometimes, you know, you just want to give up. And I have to say, as an entrepreneur, um, you have to have a relentless heart. Like, you have to go, you, I want to give up a thousand times, but that's just not an option. Yeah. Um, And I'd have to say this last, you know, just really turning myself over and saying, I trust you and please use me as you would have me, you know, go out into the world and use me, shine through me. Um, and just really, I would never million years expect me to do, be, do, be doing what I'm doing right now. But you realize it's bigger than you. See, that's, that's the thing. Yes. It's, it's, it's not just about you. Yes. And sometimes I get in the way and I make it difficult and well, we all do. Yeah. And I, you know, and I become defiant and rebellious, but, um, I'm always, you know, I always check back into place and, um, uh, Yeah. That's good. That's good. That kind of leads me to my next question, actually. You know, because, you know, being an entrepreneur can be a roller coaster of emotions. You know, yes. you're up today, you're down tomorrow. It's just this up and down kind of yo-yo kind of thing, you know, sometimes. And, you know, sometimes you can be even frustrated that you're just ready to quit, give it all up. Yes. So I want you to encourage our entrepreneurs or anyone listening today. Just tell us, what do you do, Thomason, to keep you focused and to keep that end result in mind when you when you feel like you want to quit? Hmm. For me, it's, I, I really feel people's hearts and I know that sometimes, you know, a lot of the time I should say, especially with like all our social media, it's, you know, people, it's really easy for people to put on a pretty face yes. and, and hide behind 
um, the, the mass of, you know, beauty. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'd have to say the healing of the world as a whole is what keeps me going. You know, really understanding that if I could change one life over here, it's impacting the world over in, say, Africa on an energetic level. And so even if I'm, you know, even if I'm, whether it's one person or it's a thousand people, you know, if, if it's shifting the world into, you know, a more peaceful, harmonious, loving place, that's, that's really my why. Okay. So you would say that it's it's your mindset. So that's really what keeps you focused on the end result and keeps you grounded, basically your mindset. It's absolutely my mindset. And let me tell you, that did not come easy. I had to really retrain my brain. Oh yeah. And that's, we've been programmed. You have to deprogram. (laughs) And I just want to say this for people who are out there who might just be starting. I mean, you know, especially for, you know, the successful entrepreneurs and, um, you know, we see them as, you know, when they come out on stage as like the kind of the end product. Mm-hmm. But we don't realize, you know, for me, it's getting up in the, in the morning and immediately putting the earphones in and listening to the affirmations and getting on my knees and praying and meditating and taking the time to, you know, taking the time to do the inner work, you know, doing the journaling every day and, and really staying on course and being diligent and disciplined in and focused on changing everything that I ever learned. I, I know right. you can relate to this. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yes. You know, everything that I ever learned and, and being so just so determined mm-hmm. and being determined mm-hmm. to trust the word of God and who I really am. Yeah. That's-, that's great. You know, and that's really why, you know, I love that we do this show because, you know, some, you said, you said it earlier. Sometimes we miss, you know, we look at the end result when we see someone that's successful, but we miss the journey. You know, we don't know what their journey was like, you know, on the way to their success because every successful entrepreneur, I don't care. You could talk to any one of them. Everyone that I've spoken to, they have been through crap. Yes. You know, they have just been through it. They've been to hell and back, you know, and that's the, but that is their, the, if you talk to any successful person, they, they're more proud of their journey than most times in their success because it's what made them to, to yeah. be who they are. So that's why we focus on the journey here. And I think it's just so critical. Yeah. You know, and it's funny because when I first began, it was like, I was, I was trying to get to a destination as quickly as possible. Mm-hmm. And through the, through the, through maturing, I, I'll say, I've really learned to just be where I'm at and enjoy the journey. You know, it's never going to be over. It's always evolving and there is no end dead destination. Um, it's just, and so now the older I am, the more I am able to sit in the day of where I'm at. Wow. I am just loving this interview, Thomas. And thank you so much. <laughs> really, I am because, you know, sometimes it, it's just, I'm amazed just how God works because, you know, when we started this show and I said, I know we're going to help a lot of people, you know, in their, in their, their business. But, you know, as the show goes on each day, we're, we're doing three things. We're helping people in their, their business. We're helping people in their spiritual life and personal life, you know, and it's just amazing. And, And I'm just so grateful to have, you know, guests like yourself, you know, to come on and be transparent to help our listeners. So I can't thank you enough, sweetie. 
Well, thank you for starting this. I mean, we need people like you who are determined to get out into the world and share, you know, your own dream and your own Mm -hmm. gift. Um, You know, and it's all of us coming together and working in, you know, in in unity. I agree. I agree. I truly, truly do. And I'm glad you brought that up because that kind of segues me into my next question. (laughs) So because I know that you are a success talker, Thomas, and, you know, as an entrepreneur, we always have some things going on and, you know, projects and do you have anything that you're excited about that you're working on? Anything new in your career right now? Um, I'm working on two things actually that are pretty cool. Um, well, first, I a little while ago I came up with a um, an idea to begin writing a book. Um, I've always wanted to write a book, but this one kind of dropped into my soul and um, really, um, it's inspiring single moms. Um, I have a heart and a passion. Um, for single moms and I know what the struggles are and really to help to create a book that really interviewing single moms of what the struggles are, how do they, you know, keep going, Mm -hmm. you know, um, what they, you know, the battles that they've gone through and conquered and, and, and are on the other side, uh, you know, and it's really a book that I want somebody to read, you know, who they could just open up, you know, to a chapter, read somebody's story and feel like they're not alone. Absolutely. Um, I think that as human beings, we isolation thing that happens to us and we think that we have to do our own or, or, you know, nobody's ever been through this before kind of syndrome. And I really want to create a book that, um, you know, that number one helps women to know that they're not alone, that gives solutions to their, to the, what they're going through and hope. Above all else, hope. Absolutely. And, and it's it's interactive, you know, even. Yeah, yeah because yeah. those stories are going to become real, you know. Again, I have to go back to what we're doing here. You know, we're. I feel like we're giving people hope, you know, because, you know, I've gotten so many emails and messages from people since we started the show on, you know, oh, my God, I feel like I can really do this now. I didn't I didn't realize there were so many people out there that were going through what I was going through. And, and that's the thing we have. That's why stories, I'm telling you. And you're right on it, girl. Stories are yeah. so powerful. You began to share those stories, you know, with all those other single moms. And their their lives are going to be forever changed. Yeah. They really will. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, that's what – and I have to – it's – everybody has a gift inside of them. Everybody has that thing that – inside of them that they get teary-eyed when they think about doing it or going after it or, you know, that, that thing. I always tell people that's – that's what you need to get into. That's what you need to follow. Following your heart. If it makes you tear up, if it makes you get goosebumps, that's where your bliss is. Yes. Or if it keeps you awake at night. Like, what is yes. it? What is it that keeps you awake at night yes. that you just cannot, you know what I'm saying, Thomason? Yep. You Absolutely. just cannot sleep because you're just always thinking about that one thing that you want to do. Yeah. That's what you should go after. Yeah. I wholeheartedly agree, honey. Well, we are going to move further and we have reached my favorite part of the interview, which is what we call the success round. And with this, this is a segment match of questions, Thomas. And what I want to do is just throw some questions at you. Then I want you to come back at me with some knockout answers. Is that good? I'm I'm ready. All right. So (laughs) what was it that that truly held you back before, you know, before you became an entrepreneur? Mm. Caring what people think. That's a big one. Um, you know, I think that stopped me, you know, really just that, that 
fear that grips you at your throat, um, afraid to offend somebody, afraid to piss somebody off, afraid to um, challenge, to bring challenge to the table. Um, uh, um, I, you know, especially, you know, being a kid, I was, I, my grandmother always said that I was the most joyful baby that she ever, I was very exuberant, very, <laughs> very joyful. And I just had a mouth on me and, <laughs> and, um, you know, through my whole life, I was always told to shut up, <laughs> you know? And so I was always afraid to use my voice mm-hmm. and I was always, always afraid I was going to piss people off yeah. or, or hurt people or offend people. And now that I've learned how to channel it properly, um, and, and in the way I do it, obviously you have to, <laughs> again, retrain yourself. Right. But um, I, I would say that the majority, for me, myself and the majority of the people that I work with, it's really the fear of um, what other people think. You're right. It's always some fear. And that's the big, that's probably one of the biggest ones. They're, you know, afraid of what their family's going to think, their friends are going to think. And, you know, what if I make it and they don't, then they'll be upset with me or, you know, all those, those lies and that, that imposter syndrome, you know, it it kicks in and starts talking to you and you just gotta, you know, you just gotta delete it. Yes. Just don't download that into your brain. And I I have to say this, um, and I'm sure people have said this on your um, show before, but you know, it's the people who are closest to us who will, you know, who will really not out of, you know, vicious, you know, not, not being malicious or vicious, but because they love you. Oh, yeah. They, <laughs> they want you to play safe. Mm-hmm. And that's what stops most people from living their dream. I agree. I agree because they, they care about you and they feel they're protecting you yes. by, you know, discouraging you. Yes. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> they feel they're protecting you by discouraging you from doing something. Wow. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, this is, this is critical. Now this is one big thing that most people need to get. If you can, if you can really understand how to not listen to the things that people say, your family and friends, then you can move forward in business in life and anything and anything really. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. So what is the best business advice you've ever received? Thomason? Follow your passion. Follow, like I said it before, follow that thing that makes you tear up. Follow that thing that you, it's, it keeps you up at night. Yep. You know, don't let anything stop you from getting in the way of that. You know, um, you might get sidetracked, but you know, follow your bliss. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, Thomason, do you have like an, say an internet resource or a, a a business app that you're using or a business tool that you can share with our listeners that's maybe helping you build your business? Um, the only thing I really use is my website. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, at the moment, I'm actually teaming up with a group of beautiful girls here in Sarasota. Um, we're calling ourselves Bliss Entourage. Oh, I like that. Yeah. And um, it's really about empowering people through nutrition and um, physical wellness, spiritual, mental. Um, and we're each bringing something to the table. That's great. Yeah. So we have that in the works. And, um, you know, my website, um, do you want me to give my website? Yes, you can give it. We're going to do it at the end too again. So yeah. Okay. So, um, the web, my website's www.thomasonmarshall.com. And, um, you can find my bio there. You can find, that's really how I do a lot of my work. People just, you know, it's off referrals and, so that's, that's, that's great. I love that bliss entourage. Yeah. Nice. I like that. 
Well, what book would you recommend, or if you have two books maybe that you could recommend to our listeners? Oh gosh, I'm such an avid book reader. <laughs> so I'm gonna give um, I'm gonna give the two books that I just absolutely adore, and that's um, Battle um, Battlefield of the Mind by um, Oh gosh, I'm blanking. Joyce Meyer. Joyce Meyer, yes. Yes, I've read it several times. Love her. Um, <laughs> Great book. Yes. And I'd have to say, um, oh gosh, right now, I'll just give the book that I'm reading right now. And it's um, okay. uh, Visioning by Michael Beckwith. Yes. Okay. Um, you know, there's visualizing and there's visioning and this, you know, visioning is the way I, is how I work with people. And it's really, um, visualizing your life from your heart out rather than from outside in. That's on my book. That's on my list to get. Yeah. Uh, I haven't read that one that, yet, but he, I, it's a it's a fantastic book, and it it really helps. Um, it gives the step by steps to meditation, and it's just really a great book for for you to, for your desires, you know, of your of your heart. Yeah, and I really I really love him. I first uh, was introduced to him through The Secret. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yes. Yep, yep, yep. Remember that. So my last question in the success round, Thomason, is this. And if you can just relax for just a moment, because I want you to just imagine that you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world. Let's say it's identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the same experience and the knowledge that you currently have today. Let's say your food is taken care of, your shelter is even taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500 and you're starting over again. So what would you do within the next seven days? <laughs> it's funny because when I came to Florida, that's exactly what, <laughs> <laughs> and really what I did was I went out and I created relationships. Um, and you know, in this day and age, it's really, really, really easy for people to get stuck behind their computer and think they have a life and miss the whole boat of creating relationships. And that's why we're here. You know, we're here to create relationships, to get to know one another, to understand one another, to help one another. And, you know, honestly, I would take that $500 and I would go out and help somebody else in need. That's good. I love your answer. And, you know, I, I just love this question because, you know, I ask this, the same question to every one of my guests. And I kid you not, Thomason, if you just go back and listen to some of our, our previous, our past episodes, you'll hear this. All of our guests pretty much say the same thing when it comes to this answer. Because if you're not out building a relationship, you're not building a business, period. You can't because you're in the people business. Yeah. And you need people, so you have to you have to build relationships. So I just I love your answer. So thank you. <laughs> well, Thomason, hearing your journey today has truly been inspiring. And you know, let's end with this. If you can give our listeners one parting piece of advice, some guidance, and then share the best way they can find you, and then we'll say goodbye. Um, the best piece of advice I could say for entrepreneurs, or really for anybody, is. Don't make it about you. Um, you know, we all have to heal and grow and learn, you know, who we are. But if we go out into business and we make it about getting what we, what we want to get, it's never going to work. Right. It's about what are you giving to the world? You know, who can you get out there? Whose lives can you get out there and touch? Um, so, and we do get caught up, especially being entrepreneurs, because you, you do, you go through that, like those ups and downs and 
um, if you could just stay in the faith and the trust of the more you give, the more you will receive. Oh, yes, um, that's true. That, that law does not change. It does not. Um, and so how can they find you? People can find me again at www.thomasonmarshall.com. Um, my, my, you know, information is there. My workshops are there. Um, my private coaching is there. Uh, you can shoot me an email um, and contact me through my website. Thank you so much. That's thank awesome. Thank you. And I just thank you so much for being on the show today and for being so transparent. And, and I know our listeners, Thomason, have gotten some great takeaways and some, some incredible nuggets from you today. And they can even find the links that we've just discussed and we, that you mentioned and that, that, we, that we've been chatting about on our website at successtalkersradio.com slash Thomason Marshall. So it'll all be there in the show notes. Okay? Absolutely. Thank you so much for doing this and being who you are in the world. You're so welcome. And for everyone out there listening, thank you for tuning in. And until our next episode, remember to keep stalking success. Well, that'll do it for another episode of Success Stalkers Radio. If you'd like to hear more from these inspiring entrepreneurs and entertainers, be sure to subscribe to the Success Stalkers Radio podcast on iTunes. And if you found value in this episode, give us a review hopefully five stars. You may also visit us at successstalkers.com. Leave us a comment. We love to hear from you.